Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. Happy New Year. A new year is upon us. So many things to be excited about. And really, Martha, in today, we're going to celebrate what the Lord did in 2016. Mm-hmm. And are we going to do a little looking ahead to 17? We may. Are we, we going to have time? I don't, we'll have to see if we have time. But I was thinking about it. It's the first hour of I Work For Him in 2017. Pretty exciting. I wish I had like, bum, bum, bum. Um, well, that was pretty good. It. I just did it. That was freaky. A little freaky, actually. <laughs> I knew. I can't get away with stuff like that. All right. So <laughs> let's just talk. I mean, as we do this New Year's show, I mean, we're, we're going to ask these questions today. Hey, what did, what did you accomplish in 2016 what did the lord do in your life in 2016 and and then we're going to ask the same question we asked last year on this show what did the lord do in 2017 in your life looking ahead what did you accomplish what what went on kind of just almost like prophesying into your life things that are going to happen we call it retrospective resolutions that's what we called the last year right we did but we don't want to confuse people. But we're gonna. It's gonna confuse well, that's you. Natural. <laughs> I'll try to talk slow on those times, and we get really, you know, funny with the questions. But you know, mm-hmm. I, here's the deal: I absolutely do not believe in New Year's resolutions. They are a waste of time. Now, retrospective resolutions; those are awesome. Wait till you find out what those are all about. But Martha, I thought in this first little segment of the show, we could talk about how. What was the biggest surprise from the Lord in 2016? I'll let you go first. Ladies first. The biggest surprise was that we are now full-time focused on I work for him. Didn't see that coming at the beginning of the year. Yeah, no, probably not. And and the Lord has surprised us with that, but it's been a a true blessing and a a true privilege to uh, allow our trust to grow. And I would say biggest surprise, biggest surprise, biggest surprise. Hmm. We actually spent five weeks not at home this year. Yeah. That was that was a cool surprise. Get we I mean, we got to meet people all across the country as we traveled and not promoted five I consecutive weeks. No, but it seemed like it. <laughs> we were gone a lot. Two weeks on the road when you gotta, you know, get shows done. Uh mm-hmm. that we're hoping this next year when we're doing those kinds of travel, we're not we're not recording shows ahead of time. We're actually doing them live right there in the the ditches along the highway with a that's what I want to do. Well, maybe not the ditches, but get, maybe a rest can area. Get, can you get truck stops? Hardwired internet in the ditches? I don't think so. But you could probably get them at a truck stop or so. But I would say the the biggest 
My biggest spiritual surprise, I I think the most pleasant surprise, has been going through something I've wanted to do forever, experiencing God. I think that has just been, it's been very humbling. It's been very educational. It's been very challenging. And we haven't even compared the answers uh, yet because, you know, Christmas kind of took that time away. But but now that we're into the new year and we're done, I want to make sure we take some time to compare that. Will you, are you willing, maybe we could do that as a date night, our first date night of the year. Maybe we could do that Friday night. Maybe. You see the look on her face. She's like, yeah, whatever. I don't think so. No, that's not it. Oh, what, what's the face? I, I just think that that would be great. <laughs> okay. You heard it from her. Martha said, it's going to be great. We're going to go through our Experiencing God books together to share what the Lord has done. But I wanted to share something. So we're talking okay. today um, about the new year and about, what, I surprise you with this? I just, taking control. I'm taking control. That's good. I just wanted to, um, you know, you're like, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. But here's the deal. A lot of people do. And a lot of people, because we are very poor at goal setting, and we are very poor at holding ourselves accountable for the goals that we do set. So the new year is a time to put a line in the sand and say, you know what, I'm going to start over. Yes, the Lord gives us new mercies every day, but there's something about the new year that people like the fresh start. So, you know, it whether whether you embrace that idea or not, the thing is, is that we have learned the only way to really get those kinds of things accomplished is to be intentional. And so really, that's what it's about is saying, what intentions did you make this year that the Lord really allowed to come to um, to happen? So well, maybe that's the word for 2017. What word was In- it? Intention. Because I know I probably said about 200 words there. Oh, no, there was more than 200 <laughs> words there. Intentionality. Okay. I don't know, maybe that's the word for 2017. I don't know. We'll have to pray about that one. Okay. Uh, but, you know, Jim as, likes to pick a word. I like to pick, I like to just hear, Lord, what's it going to be? I mean, it, it's, we had an incredible year in 2016. The Lord really stretched us. And, you know, we did 260, 270 shows. Like, I lose track somewhere in there. But we had some amazing guests. And we also got to meet some amazing ministry leaders. Mm-hmm. We also got to meet some amazing people and talk to them about their workplace from lots of different workplaces. And I look back at it, and it's just like a blur because it, it happens so fast. You know, I, I'm, I mean, well, I'm grateful for 200 times plus driving to the studio across the ridiculous Howard Franklin Bridge here in Tampa Bay. Not one accident, praise God. Not, that involved you. That involved We've me. Seen a lot of. Very few that I've have interfered with my driving to the studio, mm-hmm. and only a couple of close calls. And, I mean, the driving here. No, I understand it's not as bad as California. So if you're listening to us in California, it's okay. I understand it's not as bad, but it's it's. And it doesn't have to it's worse take, than Minnesota where I, think I grew the up. The key too is it doesn't have to take bad traffic to cause an accident. So whether the traffic is good or bad, God has protected you and allowed you only once to have to leap over the desk in order to get into the studio on time. So because of traffic, so it that is a that is an amazing feat. So you you picked out a great verse for today, Pro, two verses, Proverbs sixteen nine in their hearts. I'll start it again. Proverbs 69. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. And I think mm. that's probably something I learned more that this is a year. Good verse. It, well, you did a nice job picking it out. Well, God wrote it. I understand, but you picked it up. Okay. Well, you, you picked out the highlight. Okay. What, what I learned this year is that, you know, it's great to do strategic planning, but God's the ultimate strategist. Mm-hmm. And so often, 
Well, we learned this year that getting ahead of God is really a bad idea. And that just letting the Lord be in front of us makes things always a win-win. Uh, when you get ahead of God, sometimes there's a win-lose. But when you're when you're on the path that God wants you to do, and you're being patient, and you're waiting, and you're trusting, and you're hoping, there's a win-win in every situation. Do you and agree? It, it may not. Yeah, I was just thinking about the win-win part of it. It may not always feel like a win, but that's where we have to trust because He His ways are higher than our ways, and our human mind can only think about so much. But He sees so much. He sees outside of time and understands. Um, that what he wants most that we've learned through our Bible study this year is to have that real love relationship with us. Speaking of the Bible study we did together this year, we did for the first time in our 30 years of marriage, we did a daily devotional together with scripture and it was the Jesus calling day and night, morning and evening, morning and evening. And And talk about, well, I I mentioned probably mid December, you know, getting the spiritual two by fours, smacked upside the head (laughs) so many days of that really it it made me weary (laughs) but But in a good way in a good way but it was really hard there was some tough stuff in there and the lord just told me hey just rest in my presence wait on me trust in me obey me did you ever think that resting would be tiring resting is exhausting (laughs) especially for me Hey, listen to I Work For Him as we take a look at 2016. How did the Lord do it? What what kind of incredible things did the Lord do in our lives and in I Work For Him? Happy New Year to everybody listening. Thanks for tuning in today. And I know that not everybody listening to the show is listening to it on the 2nd of January. I understand that people are listening to the archives and the podcasts, and they're listening around the world. And you may be listening to the show. Don't stop listening because it's a New Year's show because we're going to talk about retrospective resolutions And when we learned about that concept last year, beginning of 2016, and just now being able to go back and look at, okay, here's what we really said in our retrospective resolutions, what the Lord would do in 2016 and what really happened in our lives. And we're going to do the same thing, cast in a a net into the future and grab on, hey, this is what we really would love to see the Lord do. So welcome back to I Work For Him. Thanks for tuning in. And we're excited. You know, hey, just a challenge. If you are not engaged with us on Facebook, get get out there and check out the post every day. Martha, you've got you and your team post what we're going to have on the show. Well, why don't you? What are you putting out there on Facebook every day? Um, multiple things. What we're going to have on the show is some kind of teaser in the morning um, that tags the ministry, so you can go and look at it and see oh who they are. Is that something I'm interested in from that perspective? Although you never know what we're going to talk about on the air, so of course you should tune in and, well, and hear what's happening. Well, you have a general idea, but yep. what she's saying is that sometimes I diatribe. Right. And, or and that wasn't even what I was saying, but that's okay. That's not what you were saying. And what then were you saying? in the middle of the day, there might be something about a, a, one of our sponsors, a ministry that we've learned about, maybe telling you about joining the nation or subscribing to our podcast emails, things like that. And then right before the show, another reminder of what's we're going live on the air and this is who's going to be on there. And then after the show, we, we post the podcast. So if you missed it, it's another opportunity to click on it and, and um, hear what you missed. As well as um, a new thing that we're starting in 17 is on Sundays, giving a, a little synopsis is what's coming all week. So you can kind of maybe plan ahead and go, oh, I want to make sure that I don't miss that show. But let's just say you're listening today and you're like, wow, Jim, we didn't even know I Work For Him was out there. This is our first time listening. To you and to all of our listeners, one of the things we would love to, we would love to hear more from you guys this year. We'd love to get emails 
Post on our Facebook page, Jim at IWorkForHim.com, Jim at IWork4Him.com, and Martha at the same, IWorkForHim.com. We'd love to hear stories about people that you're dealing with out there in the workplace. People that have testimonies that you need to hear. No matter where they are in the world, we can Skype somebody in from anywhere in the world as long as they got a decent connection to hear the story of what the Lord's doing in their workplace, whatever that workplace may look like. So we'd love to get leads on people like that, ministries that are discipling people, people that have written books to the topic of faith and work. Those are things we'd love to hear. All right, Martha, we need to get back to the conversation because we promised people that we would do that kind of the year in review of 2016 and what the Lord did. Yeah, so, um, you know, when when we did the show a year ago on New Year's Eve, I believe it was, and we talked about 2016 as though it had already happened. And um, in Retrospective that, in that resolutions. way, the whole idea was to keep us accountable. And so we talked about several different areas of our life, and one of them was the personal, which you've already touched a little bit on our personal time and the fact that we were able to consistently do devotions together in the morning and the evening. And let me just speak to that. It's a whole lot more about, um, oh, I don't even know what word to use because I hate the word discipline, but yet the discipline. It isn't the fact that it takes a lot of time. It's just making it a priority. And for us, it, it's just as important as brushing our teeth before we go to bed. Um, and Which we, I do most every day of the year. I would say 99.9%. There is that, you know, one day where you, it's, you're just dog tired and I don't want to brush my teeth. You know, even grownups say things like that. But, but the whole point is that it just, it became um, a part of our process of getting up in the morning and going to bed at night, not something extra that we had to figure out how to do. And I guess I just want to encourage people that it didn't take a lot of time, but boy, was it really challenging in the content and in just um, growing us together and just reading the word, reading the scripture. I think it was more effective when we did it an hour before we went to bed and then had reading time afterwards. The oh, times no we, doubt. The times we waited till we were sitting in bed and I'm going, I can't read my eyes are closed. That is not well, as effective. Of course it's not. But that's not giving us the best time of our day together by doing yeah. that. Martha either. and I tend to fill our schedules. I think a lot of people do. I, we're not the only ones that do that. And well, so this I think, is our confession time. Oh, no. But I think our listeners can relate is what I'm saying. Nobody else is as busy as we are. I'm not. Oh, I'm just kidding. I know it's not true. I know it's not true. Because our kids are grown and gone, so we don't have sports to drag us all around, homework to do at night. I really am glad about that, too. You don't miss the homework. I don't miss the homework. The Spanish homework always threw me for a loop. That and the calculus homework, which I never did. Nobody understand. ever asked you to help with calculus, did they? Well, they'd ask me, and they're like, whatever. I don't know. I have no idea. All right. So last year on the thirty first, so on the thirty first of December, two thousand and fifteen, we did a two thousand sixteen year in review, and what we did is we started talking about what we we called it a retrospective resolution. What have we accomplished in 2016? And I want to review some of those things because we set some pretty hearty goals for ourselves. And I'm, I'm excited to see how we did. Okay. And I, I thought and that's you, what we started. We started with personal time. Okay, we, we did. Talking about our what about exercise? Bible how about exercise? How do we do? Oh, did you have to bring that up? Well. Not very good. I will tell you somewhere early in, oh, about mid-year, I quit wearing my Fitbit. Not on purpose. It just became, you know, in the drawer and it got... It was worn out on its charge, and I didn't recharge it. 
So I know that that was one of the things we talked about on the show. I wore my pedometer through the year until it finally just died. It did? You didn't tell me. It died. Aw. It died. Okay. Because you walked so many steps? That's, I had several hundred thousand steps for the year. Although I know you're supposed to have like a million plus steps for the year. We had had some days where we hit 10,000 steps. Yeah, but in all transparency, we did not achieve the goal that we set out to The goal we had said that we, that in, that in 2016, we would walk three nights a week. The we f- might have walked to the dining room table. We had some weeks <laughs> where we accomplished that. Of course. We had many months we did not. And we can't blame it on the weather nope. in Florida. No, nope. really even can't. on the crummiest day here in Florida, it's still way better than it is just about anywhere else in the country. Yep. So I guess that's going to be back on the on the agenda for 2017 well, and right one time we did we've several times we walked down indian rocks beat the gulf boulevard and then we ate dinner i'm not sure that you know our it's new way better favorite, than getting in the car and doing the maybe but thing. when you go to the red lion sure. pub which is one of the ones i really enjoy and you have the, the tater tot food. basket <laughs> and the wings I'm not sure the walking is enough of a justification it's not enough but at least it was a they do better have, than riding in the car. i know they're known for their best wings on the beach but their tater tots are out of this world. Well, there's just not many places that make you your little tater tots. Well, you know, Minnesota, we had tater tots often for lunch. Did you not in Illinois, growing up, have tater tots with school sure. lunch? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry that you missed that from your childhood I, I do. So I missed that. Well, my mom didn't cook them. All right. So, so walking, it is a, it's a good priority. Um, one of the, the reasons, not just for the exercise, which is a huge reason that it's good to walk, is also for the shoulder-to-shoulder time. And we talk about that a lot, which is getting that time to talk and walk is just really good for a marriage to be able to, whether it's about work, about the kids, about the weather, whatever it is, being able to um, share with each other. But we had a lot of shoulder-to-shoulder time. I mean, we literally drove about 15,000 miles Mm-hmm. in in your van and whatever the miles i put on i know there's probably fifteen thousand miles on my little car but we had we did let a marriage retreat cruise back in february and we're going to have another one in february 2018 so it's not too early for you to get signed up for the cruise your way to a better marriage 2018 then you can make monthly payments so it's all paid for 14 months from now yep. uh but we so we we then celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary we went away for eight days on a cruise. We did. Which was awesome. Congratulations yeah. on your 30th wedding anniversary. And we celebrated our 50th half birthdays. Half a century. Half a century. Well, I never thought we'd celebrate half a century. Why? You, you thought you but would we're mourn it? You wouldn't celebrate? Yes, you would mourn? Yes. But we were way younger at 50 than I, I ever expected. I think you mourned a little. I did mourn. It was, it was a little tougher on you than you expected it to be when it finally on crept June up on you. On June the 25th at 11 o'clock at night... You got a little an hour before I turned fifty. Yep, it devastated me. Yep. no more forties. But praise the Lord, you're fifty. I'm just very thankful. As opposed to what? Nothing. Oh, like you're. We're still here. We're yes, still. We we're still doing whatever it is God wants us to be doing. So. So we got. So we got that, that shoulder to shoulder time. Full. Yes, Martha is so good at that. And I've said it many times on the show. Martha's awesome at Cup Half Full. But as we're looking at retrospective resolutions that we cast out for 2016, we also said we would make sure that we got a week together with all of our kids in Tennessee in the mountains. And we did that in the beginning of August. And that was awesome. 
Great time. We're not sure the cabin still exists now after the fires in Gatlinburg. Yeah, I was just going to say that we've really been praying for all the people that lost property and lives and um, you know different their livelihood because that area is so based on tourism and they were devastated by the fires. Um, yeah, it was a mess up and, there, but it was so, great when we were there. Yes. And then we got to spend some time in northern Minnesota with your parents at the. And we did a lot of traveling. We did, and it was a blessing to be able to spend time with family. Yeah, we got to spend both. We got to go to church with your folks in their church in northern Minnesota, and my folks in their church in Tucson mm-hmm. this year, which was pretty cool. I liked that. Cool. So I think probably the the best shoulder to shoulder time we had though was the five thousand two hundred mile road trip that we did from here to Arizona to Kansas to Atlanta and back home. We didn't really listen to that many books or that much radio. We actually just talked and we're quiet. Yeah. And so, you know, that's an encouragement to our listeners is the fact that taking advantage of that time, um, it's kind of like the book Age of Opportunity, where it talked with our kids about seeing every you know situation as a time of opportunity to grow them in some way in the Lord. And really, the same thing is true when you're in the car with your spouse or taking a walk or whatever. Really, you see it as an opportunity to connect, not just a means to an end. Hey, I think I thought of one thing that you did that surprised me in 2016. Mm, what did I do? When we would drive home from the radio shows, I like to listen to talk radio, political talk radio. And when Martha's in the car, I don't usually play the radio because we can't talk. But and we're she, glad that our listeners have the radio on right now. Right. No, we're so thankful. <laughs> but I have a hard time hearing when there's a lot of extra noise. And my little car that we drive back and forth to the studio is loud. I have a little scion. No, it doesn't have mufflers on it. It's just a loud little car. It's just a cheap little car. Mm-hmm. And Martha goes, no, don't turn that off. I like, I, I want to listen. I want to learn. Hear what's going on. Yeah. And that was cool. I don't know why that surprised you. You it's just a pr- never, you just had made an assumption. I did. Yeah. I did, and that was fun. So see, after 30 years... We're still learning. We're still learning about each other. So I would just encourage everybody to do the same thing. Instead of be mad about it, and you're not being mad, no. but just to, to you know ask the question, you know, I've always kind of thought this might annoy you, but does it? You're going to miss this Christmas music, aren't you? I am. I think we should at least do Christmas in July. A- this year. Ace, keep that in mind. Christmas in July. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else do you want to talk about? What do you mean? You're in charge of this show. All right, so here, here's what we're talking about. We're talking about retrospective resolutions. At the end of 2015, Martha and I did a show with my sister and her husband doing retrospective resolutions. In other words, what did we accomplish? What did the Lord do in 2016? We're kind of checking back on ourselves to see how we did. And then we're going to do the same thing for 2017 just a little bit because we backed ourselves into a corner and a lot of stuff we're afraid to broadcast at all. What really? We, no, not really. Okay. <laughs> All right. So in 2000, let, let's talk about the workplace because okay. our workplace changed a little bit this last year. And I know that one of the things that we had really set as a goal was not to work so much and to work with more intentionality and have more peace. How'd we do? We did better. Okay. Um, we eliminated working double jobs mm-hmm. and went just all in to focus on I work for him. Yes. And uh, that was good. Mm-hmm. And we had many days where we did not work past five. That's true. We also had many days where we did work past five. Well, and, and but again. we had dinner together. Well, yes. We watched some incredible series on Netflix. That doesn't really count. But we did spend that time together. No, but it was downtime. It was, you know, it's good to have some downtime. Time. So yeah. I think that um, one of the things that our listeners can probably relate to is you know, being crazy busy at work, being crazy, having deadlines, having pressure, things like that. Um, 
we have the blessing to be able to do a lot of that work together. And it was funny because earlier you were saying something about shoulder to shoulder time. And I was thinking, but our desks actually face each other. Which was a great thing that we did. I love that. Having our desks face each other at home. I love that. Yeah, except for we need to like have a little flag system or something. Like if we're working on something where we can't talk, we need to like put up a little sheet. We have to figure that out. Deep thought, and Martha like, can I interrupt you? And like, you just did. But how do you? You know, we're trying to figure that out. How do I ask without not asking? So I could send you an email. I think the. (laughs) I could say, "Hey, can we talk?" I need to ask you a question about how to write an email. (laughs) All right. So work time. I think we did better. I think we did a better job communicating. One of the things, Martha and I had about a 10-year period where we didn't work together. We had the first 20 years of our lives. We worked together almost every moment of the day. Then we had about 10 years where we didn't, and we started working together again just a little over 18 months ago. Mm -hmm. And we had to learn how to communicate through all that again and learn how to not always talk about work all the time. I think we did better at that. Yeah, I think so. I I mean, what we do... Again, it's kind of that it's harder to define boundaries and I'm not trying to justify it, but the fact that what we do is our job, it's our ministry, but also what we're trying to educate people on is the fact that being a Christ follower affects you 24-7. And so we're talking about how that affects you 24-7, sometimes (laughs) 24-7. So that's a challenge, but it's a good thing. Okay. All right. So in 2016, I, I, I projects. There are some projects. We nailed a lot of projects off of our list. We but, did. But we have one that's been on there all year long. Which one is that? Re- well, it's still now. It's not going to be on there all year long for 2017. No, redo the hurricane yeah, boards. Yeah, cutting the hurricane boards. Yeah, that's ridiculous. All right, see, our son moved out about three years ago, and we have. Well, particle- they got married. Well, they got married. He went to college. He went to co- got married. Well, the. Went to college, got married, and, and left me behind with particle board <laughs> particle board hurricane boards, which Martha can't lift the other end of. Well, we bought it 10 years ago, too, when we were a lot younger and more I spry. am just as strong today <laughs> and just as stubborn today so as anyway, I was. So anyway, we're going to replace anyway, them with lighter wood. What's the number one book you read this year? Oh in 2016, your goodness. favorite book from 2016. Did you? Oh, I wasn't prepared for that. Okay, you think about it. I'll tell you mine. Okay. All right. Hey, so Jim, the, what was your favorite book that you read? Yeah, in Martha, that's a phenomenal question. And this we did not retrospective. No, we didn't talk about we that. Didn't, we didn't talk last about year. it last year, but it, well, because I don't know what the favorite book is going to be for the 2017 <laughs> either. Good point. But 2016, I think the book that got me thinking and keep thinking constantly. It's very hard for me to pick up my favorite book. Well, pick a few. Okay. I don't care. There's no Dr. Rules. Jim Harris's book, Our mm, Unfair Advantage. Good one. Unleashing the Power of the Holy Spirit in Your Workplace. Yes. That one I have thought about all year long. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, Identity and Destiny continues to be a major favorite of mine, but, but I read that in 2013. Yes. And then I think Bob Teedy's book, mm. Asking Great Questions, just reminds me of that we need to ask. I need to not be a teller. I don't need to be a member of Tellers Anonymous. I need to be an asker of questions mm, yeah. because I, I waste too much time of people's time. Telling yes. questions all the time or telling, telling, questions. telling, telling people stuff. Yes. I may have wisdom, but they may need to just, they need to figure it out for themselves sometimes, sometimes too. So, and that's something right, we, right. so what was your number okay. one book? Um, well, like you, I, I don't read as many, but I do read a lot. And, um, I would say some of the ones on the top of my list for this year for fiction, restoring Christmas, Cynthia Rupti. Oh, absolutely loved it. And year. great Christmas book. And, um, 
I would say um, if my husband would change, I'd be happy. Rhonda Stoppy. We interviewed her, and that was a fabulous book. And then um, I would say also probably Chasing the Lion, Mark Batterson. Yeah, that was a phenomenal book. Really yeah. just getting us to chasing. You know, he wrote a book, In a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day, yep. referencing uh, one of David's Mighty Men. Benaiah. And uh, Benaiah. And that was just, okay, chasing a lion. I mean, the fact that we got to go in and get it uh, so that it didn't come get us. It is not natural to chase a lion if you are a human. That's not natural. I would agree. So that's the whole And it hardly ever happens here in Florida. I don't know about other parts of the world. (laughs) You're not chasing lions every day. (laughs) Going back to the retrospective resolutions, what are some other things that we said we were going to do and that we did well we talked about date night being very important date night and the beginning of half of 2016 we did really good with our friday nights we have a little app where we have a list of things that we want to do we have a grocery app that we created a list anybody can they can use all kinds of different apps but the point is we have a list of places we want to go or do or visit and um we did a pretty good job of going to i mean some of them could have been as simple as going to trader joe's because we'd never been there or going to um a a certain restaurant um that we have always heard about but never gone Second half of the year, we got busy with all the traveling and the things like that. So it was a little harder for us to justify another night away doing something or not being home. And um, But that's okay. We can always, you know, I think one of the things about this kind of conversation is the fact that if you just sit and beat yourself up, then you just feel like, oh, I'm not even going to try. But the, the point is, is that if there's something you intentionally want to do, you attempt to try to do it. And, and of course, praying that it's it's a good thing to do. Jim, what? what so was, I did, did I even answer you did the good. question? You did good. Okay. And, and I would tell you that I, I mean, I, we did do a lot of incredible dates. We saw a lot of, we, I mean, just our, our road trips were incredible. We lo- we did a lot of time behind the wheel, which I loved. And we got to try, like that barbecue place we ate at in Kansas. Mm-hmm. It was wa- Wild Hogs Barbecue. That was awesome. Just totally random pick. It. And we'll never find yeah, it again that, yeah. either because it was along the highway Okay, somewhere. so here's here's the deal. All it was was the fact that we needed to stop and have dinner before it got too late and we didn't get to eat. And But it ended up being, you know, delightful and a, and a quick surprise that it was so good. It was so it turned into a good experience. All right. This is totally random. but I, I, Of course. I th- you're Jim Brangenberg. Okay. What was your favorite Netflix series that we binged on all year long? <laughs> That is totally random. Like, it doesn't even matter. But No, um, no, this has no say, spiritual significance at all. I would say we. I really enjoyed the Mysteries of Laura. That was cute. That I was fun. Did we finish White Collar this year? Yeah. But that one was my favorite series. Yeah. That was Made the most... Made you think a oh, lot. Oh, my word. White Collar. Yes. It's good. We're very picky on what we watch. We do not watch stuff that are... That it just... We don't watch gross stuff. We don't watch foul mouth stuff. We try. Stuff. I we, mean, you, yeah, obviously. Right. And we, we, and we just... We're just trying to be careful. We've been in our heads, and yep. it's hard to find those series. But we really like that. Hey, Ace, what, what about you? What, what did what did the Lord do incredible in your life in 2016? Oh my goodness, where to begin? <laughs> uh, I would begin. Ace with is going to take over the rest I of the an, show. I sharing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let him. I, I, I will say this: uh, it started in January. Uh, January 16th, I met a very delightful girl. Uh, named Tony, uh, and then just a couple weeks later, I asked her to be my girlfriend. So now, uh, at the end of this month, will be a full year of us dating. 
Um, so that was that was incredible. And then in April, I talked to my pastor about uh, some issues in my life where I felt like God was tugging at my heart, and he told me, Ace, I believe God is really calling you to the ministry. So I answered the call to the ministry. Mm-hmm. And then in, uh, let's see, September, I got my own place. So three major things happened in my life. And All you good. preached your first sermon. And, and, and you guys were and there we for were that. There. It yes. was yes. awesome. You did such an incredible job well, on that first you. sermon. No, it, it was a really, good it year. Was, yes. It was a good, it was a good awesome. year. Yes, God was good this year, that is for mm. sure. So it makes me more excited for what's happening or what maybe God has in store for me in, in 2017. Fabulous. Well, and that's what, so what about a retrospective resolution for you, Ace, for 2017? Oh, man. I don't know if it counts as a resolution or not, but I do intend no, it's to. Retrospective. Do you understand the concept? Yes, so I do. Yeah. So yeah. I'm already done. looking for basically a goal that I will be having, and I'm looking to do more ministry opportunities mm-hmm. with my church this coming year. Uh, some things are happening in my life that are going to afford me more of those opportunities to be able to do that this year, and I'm looking forward to that. That is fabulous. Anything else? Oh my goodness! See you and everybody no, else. No, don't plug me in with you everybody and everybody else. else. I just yeah. was giving an opportunity, <laughs> and I'm trying to throw things at him. Yeah, so I'm here for well, you. Ace. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. We're moving along. Only God I'm not truly gonna, no knows more pressure, the future. Taking Let, the I will. Back. I will say this. I'll just say this. I I do hope that there's something else. Okay, there you go. That's so fair. I that do hope. Weird. That's for sure. Does she listen to our show? Uh, sometimes she does. <laughs> okay. so she might She might be listening right oh, now. That's awesome. Hey, just a reminder. Oh, I'm yeah. going to plug the book one more time for the devotion. You so know, if you, you don't call, if you don't call, if you don't, don't if, you call. Don't, if you don't email for the book, this may be our new devotion book. Okay. Well, it, we, we want get a copy of this. to get another copy if we need to, but email me at Martha at I work the number four him.com. If you're interested in winning today's title, which is today's moment of truth by Lee Strobel. Yes, and Mark Middleberg. There you go. All right, so in these last few minutes of this segment, I just think we should really focus on the incredible things the Lord did on I Work For Him. <laughs> That's it's terrible. I'm sorry. We've, we've talked about a lot of things. Some of them are nonsensical, but I think it's incredible. We've had some unbelievable guests. Mm-hmm. I would say the interview that stymied me the most, that <laughs> shut me up the most, was our interview with our little college? Well, she was a high school student at the time, yeah. and now she's a college student. Yeah, Paige Morell. Yes, story sketcher. Story sketcher. Story sketcher. Paige Morell. I, I mean, she's a she's now eighteen years old. She's a freshman in college, and probably last year, the the, the interview that left me speechless. I have never encountered anyone who has. Um, taken the words from you like Paige and I just love that so she did it we she, brought her in a 10 minute segment <laughs> in the fall and she did it again to yeah, me she's just great but you know what she is just a great example of this young generation that wants to be authentic and genuine and really do something for the kingdom and she started early and young and God's using her gifts in amazing ways and she uh, along with uh, that is our intention our intention in 2017 is to involve lots more millennials in the next generation and a lot more women as guests to really make sure we're touching everybody in their workplace and a lot more retirees because that's a workplace as well you're listening to I Work For Him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg as we welcome in the new year with retrospective resolutions retrospectively speaking we just reviewed what the Lord did in 2016 
And really, we could never summarize everything he did on I Work For Him in 2016. He did incredible things. We had incredible guests. We had incredible listeners. We heard mid-year, we heard from our listener, I think probably the furthest away listener that emailed us from South Africa. But we've heard from listeners all over Tampa Bay, all over the country. And we'd love to hear from you. It is such an encouragement to us when we get emails from people. Jim at IWorkForHim.com, Martha at IWorkForHim.com. We'd love to hear from you. But let's share a little bit about what the Lord has done through 2017. So I believe that 2017 is going to probably... um, be a year where we see at the end that we've been grown in new ways and um, but more consistent in a lot of the things that we have struggled with in the past really really and not that consistency is the most important thing but I but I believe um, that that's what God's going to call us to in my personal quiet time in 2017 what I accomplished what I accomplished more than ever before is just learning to be quiet and I'm going to, which means I may have to move my devotion spot in a room where Martha and I don't share. Martha's shaking her head. We got to do it together. You know, you don't give me credit for how quiet I, I am you have around really, you. You have really worked. Very, I know you have worked extraordinarily hard. Martha is a wake up. She's bubbly and happy in the early in the morning. And and, and you're not. And I, Let's just I, if say I'm it not like it quiet, is. I am not crabby no. in the morning. But if I'm not really quiet first thing in the morning, then I, I, I get working. Okay. I love you. You know, I know that. that. Okay. I know that. But so, you bring it up a so, lot. So <laughs> I'm just saying. So. The other thing that I think probably one of the most incredible things the Lord has done in 2017, and we're talking retrospective resolutions here, people. What has the Lord done? What do you, what have you accomplished in 2017 and live it out? We are now on 50 radio stations across the country. Lots of small markets spreading the message of I work for him, that your workplace is your mission field. And then in the mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. And the most incredible thing was just how the Lord added stations, both online and terrestrial stations across the country. He's just done it, and he's done it in an incredible way, and that that has been incredible in 2017. All righty. And I think one of the fun retrospects of resolutions for us is that um, we got to a point where we had no miscommunications. Oh, (laughs) wow. Okay, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. But we got to, we, you know, we got better at it. We're working You know at what? It. It, and that is, that should be everybody's goal. That whatever it is that is an area that we struggle with, that we're getting a little bit better at it each year. I hinted at it at the end of the last segment, but in 2017, we also entertained a lot of younger guests, millennials, 35 and under, a lot of retirees who are finding purpose in their retirement. We engaged a lot more women interviews. We engaged a lot more women-focused workplace ministries. And and that was fun and intentional. It is something we have absolutely been intentional about. Yeah, because what we're looking to do is to fill a gap where where maybe we feel that it, you know, that the Lord reveals to us that there is a gap that needs to be filled. And that's something that we need to hear more about. The other thing that the Lord did in 2017 is he used the unifying effort of I work for him to coordinate efforts with several other workplace marketplace focused ministries to put together 
a curriculum specifically for discipling Christian small business owners. Mm. And I wrote a book. Really? I did. Wow. I can't wait to read it. What was it about? I can't wait that I read it. (laughs) I don't know. What should I say at this point? Retrospective resolutions. But here's here's a big thing. The biggest thing is we close out the show today, Martha. Just to get people to be thinking. Don't Mm. set a resolution that has no meaning. Mm. Set a resolution that will inspire you to allow the Lord to change your life. Yeah, I think a lot of times resolutions are led by pressure of other people saying this is something you should do or should accomplish, but rather seeking what it is the Lord wants from you in the given year. We would both love for you to, to invite you to participate with I Work For Him, to join the I Work For Him nation, to make that commitment to start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. And if you're not a if you're not in a workplace, traditional workplace, maybe you're an, at a single mom at or a mom at home with kids, or you're retired, and so you're not in a traditional workplace. That's fine. The people that you're hanging out with on a daily basis that you have influence over, start praying for them by name. Look for ways to serve them. Look for ways to befriend them. Dig in deeper in a relationship with them. Looking for ways to pray with people when they're having a rough day, but all along being a person of excellence no matter what you do. Join the I Work For Him Nation today. Go out to iworkforhim.com, iwork4him.com. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and join today. You've been listening to I Work For Him, our retrospective resolution 2017 show. Happy New Year. We're Christ followers and 